the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The following program does not necessarily represent the views or opinions of the staff, management, or ownership of this station. The following program is sponsored by Max Out Savings Advisors. The views expressed during the broadcast are solely for entertainment purposes and do not necessarily express the views of KNTH, its management, Max Out Savings Advisors, or its sponsors. Max Out Savings Advisors and members of the Max Out Savings team may or may not hold securities mentioned during the show. Plan for your prosperity. Prepare for your retirement. Safeguard your savings. And nurture your investments. This is the Max Out Savings Show with Ted Gioka, a presentation of Max Out Savings Advisors. Now, here's your host from Max Out Savings Advisors, Ted Gioka. Welcome to the Max Out Savings Show. I'm Ted Gioka, and we're talking savings investments in your retirement, as always here on the Max Out Savings Show. Uh, our show is always about, all, all about building up wealth, saving money, and, and, and building up your future. And our, our motto and our philosophy is to save aggressively and invest conservatively. That's the key to building up wealth over the long term. So how do you do that? Uh, basically, you put away money for the future. You, you plan for your future. Uh, there, there's different ways to do it. I see some people do it through real estate. They buy pieces of real estate. Uh, the one I think has the most chance of most success for those people is, is using your company or your government savings program. Most of these programs have company matches or, or matches. You put away uh, 10% plus the company match. Uh, the research, the actual research says 10%, uh, 13%, 13.25 or something like that for most people will get them to where they need to be for savings. And this is income-based. So if you're making $40,000 a year, this is going to get you where to be, where you need to be for retirement. Quite frankly, get, or if you make a million dollars a year, if you save the 13%, it's going to get you where you need to be retired at that. Uh, the amazing thing is this thing actually works better for people in, in, in mid, mid to low, moderate to low income areas because the tax breaks are really set for them to help them build up wealth. And then you couple that with Social Security. And, and, and the average person has a much, much better middle class, has a much better chance of retiring successfully than wealthier people. Sometimes it's harder because that their expenses are so high. This is what we deal with. So sometimes people get their expenses so high, they've got to take them back down at retirement, and it's difficult. So, so this works for anybody, income-based savings, and you put away the money and build up your wealth. Now, what are we going to talk about on the show today? We're going to talk some more about that. Look, what's happening with gold and silver, record prices in gold, uh, silver's exploding higher, uh, the markets are up, uh, uh, the NASDAQ is up. What's going on? We have a presidential election. We have an enormous amount of stuff to talk about here on the, on the show. And, and, and one thing I want to just touch base on is we've been working on trying to get the audio up <clears throat> between the signal and the audio. We had some problems. I, I think we, we've got them straightened out. But you can also go to AM1070, the Answers website, KNTH1070's website, and hit the Listen Live button. In addition, we, have, uh, we also have uh, podcasts you can listen to as well. So, so there's a couple different ways you can listen to this, uh, but if you're having trouble with the signal, you can also catch it uh, just going directly to the website as, as well. We've got a lot of listeners now, uh, and, and so I want to make sure that everyone can in here, and we're trying to improve the, the auto, audio quality. We've been doing some uh, re- uh, remote uh, broadcasting, and sometimes it's a little difficult. So anyway, so you build up the wealth. Now more than ever, it's important to save money. We have look at our, our budget deficits. Where are we at? Over twenty percent budget deficits. The last time we saw that was in World War II. 
And, and, and that's where we are. We're basically fighting the COVID war. We discussed this back in February. If you were listening on the show, we explained what was going to happen with COVID. I think we were probably as good as anybody on this. You know, warning you the dangers to the markets. What we said, buy the precious metal sector. We're seeing inflation. Uh, it, and it's all starting to, to come to pass. And, and so what, what, what the coronavirus is doing is it, it's fundamentally changing the world. Uh, it, it, and there's a number of big things that that, that are that are also changing it. There, there's a big battle between are we seeing deflation or inflation? It, with one side is look, we have so much debt in the world today, you can't possibly have inflation because mathematically the numbers just explode higher and higher. So the Fed goes, well, what we'll do is we'll take interest rates down to zero, and people could could. Uh, can sit there and pay off their debt. Well, what they didn't realize is Wall Street just figured, hey, we can take on that much more leverage. So we have the highest debt levels of corporate America. Debt levels have exploded. The amazing thing in the last 10 years after the 2008-2009 financial crisis, the American people got religion when it came to saving and, and reducing debt. Look at the debt levels for, for the United States consumer, they've been going down. They, you know, they're percentage-wise. People are paying off debt during this crisis. They're paying off credit cards. Corporate America, on the other hand, can never, you know, let a good, good uh, cheap money go to waste, and they're continuing to leverage up huge amounts of, of, of debt, which is going to be a concern. But, but now we have the COVID coronavirus, and, and, and so what that is doing is, is that's causing the government to spend more money to make sure people are employed, to keep things going. And, and, and so we start, remember, where did we start at the beginning of the year? A $1 trillion deficit. That wasn't good. We got about a $20 trillion economy. So then we needed a stimulus program. They came up with a three or $400 billion stimulus program. Then they came up with a three, a three, three or $400 billion. Then they came up with a $2 trillion stimulus program. So they're about 2.4 or something like that. Now they're going to do another stimulus program. The Democrats want to do three trillion more. Okay, three trillion more on top of the two and a half trillion. So they will be at five and a half trillion dollars, and the Fed's going to pump in three trillion dollars. And all of a sudden, you know, money doesn't even mean anything. And the Republicans are trying to hold the line on a trillion dollars, uh, but. But but they're struggling, and so and the Democrats view this as the greatest crisis. I mean, the greatest thing that ever happened to the Democratic Party was the coronavirus. This gives them a chance to spend money infinitely. They can, no matter how much debt, it doesn't make any difference. They can take control of huge chunks of the economy. They can start mandating everything, and the government can take over the entire country. We can waive we can waive free speech in the United States. Uh, you've got Facebook and Google and Twitter basically mandating what type of medications people are taking for the coronavirus. And, uh, you know, so we've, we've lost the free speech. We're losing other things as well. The right, uh, freedom of religion. We seem to have lost that somehow when we can't, we weren't able to go to church for a while. Uh, you know, uh, Mother Michael at our church, he said it was the first time in like a thousand years that the churches had been banned from 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 uh, uh, from meeting. It was extraordinary, and, and and so this is a problem. We we we've got the radicals out there, the socialists and the communists, and want to use this to sit there and, and, and move their agenda forward. They you know they go well, you're spending too much money. Well, they have a theory. It's called MMT, Modern Monetary Theory. Now, what modern monetary theory says is, look, governments aren't like individuals or corporations. They can print money, so they never have to worry about deficit spending. And so the idea that, the, that after spending $2.5 trillion or $2.4 trillion on, stim, on emergency deficit spending to help the economy, spending $3 trillion is no problem to them because governments can spend as much as they want. Now, this defies 5,000 years of economic history where one government after another has destroyed their currency with reckless spending. But in fairness to them, these people went to Princeton, Harvard, Yale, and they're much smarter than the rest of you rubes out there in middle America. And so if you people want to point to 5,000 years of history, you don't understand how smart they are at the Federal Reserve and the Democratic Party. 
We'll see who comes out of this in the end. But so what we have is we have huge amounts of reckless government spending coming up. And so what's been happening? Let's take a look at the price of gold. Gold has exploded higher in this thing. Gold hit a new high over $2,000 an ounce. The dollar has been falling. And so the dollar's falling. Gold is going up. People are losing confidence in the United States of America because of this. And so here we are. You know, we're endangering the country. And then on top of that, this, over the last week or so, we had uh, uh, Coach Ricotta, of, of the, uh, uh, one of the Fed governors, or former Fed governors, actually, he's former Fed governor, he's making the case that, look, the Fed isn't doing enough. So they, they spent three, they, they've increased the money supply, three, their balance sheet, $3 trillion. Okay. But, and the Fed has basically two mandates. One is full, full employment, and one is, is – is, well, the original one was price stability and, and, and maintain stop inflation and a stable money supply, and then they added full employment. Well, what Coach Ricotta does in, in, uh, in, in, in Joe Biden want to do, the Democrats, is they want to add a third component to the Federal Reserve, and, th- and that is they want to make racial equality as part of the Federal Reserve's mandate. And so presently they have a dual mandate, which is promote stable prices and maximum unemployment. But what's happening is they want to add the third component, which is to sit there in, in the central bank has the power to reduce the large and persistent racial gaps in unemployment. And so racial equality is going to be the third leg of the Federal Reserve stool. Well, so we have the Democrats saying, look, you can instantly spend money. And then they said, look, we're also going to have the central bank start working on racial policy as if everyone else isn't already. And this is causing the dollar to plunge. Since this has been said, gold has exploded higher. The dollar has gone lower. And, and people are going, oh, my God, what is happening in the United States of America? They're recklessly spending money. The Federal Reserve is debasing the currency. They're now making racial equality the, the, the third leg of, the, of full employment and stable prices of the stool. I mean, people are looking at China and thinking, hey, how do I get my money in Chinese yuan? Maybe those people are at least sane people over there. And so this is endangering our future. It's endangering our country, and it's causing inflation. We're starting to see inflation come up. Uh, silver and gold, these are huge warning signs. If you look at this, since over the last two weeks, okay, let's take a look at something. This came out, it was, uh, this came out, Coach uh, Rakota was a Bloomberg opinion piece. Yes, the Fed should target racial equality. It came out July 22nd. Let's take a look at the price of gold on July 21st. It's 1816. It has gone straight up. Bear with me. To $2,086. It is completely exploded. This has been one of the biggest moves in gold in years since, since that uh, opinion piece came out in Bloomberg. The minute people saw that opinion piece is they realized the Federal Reserve is going to debase their currency uh, with reckless spending and, and racial equality. And once your central bank has gone down there, everyone in the world is now looking, how do I get out of the dollar? How do I get into gold? How do I get into silver? How do I protect myself? And so this is, this is a, a huge thing. If you look at the, at the dollar since that time, it has also dropped off quite a bit substantially as well. And so... So what we're looking at is the dollar falling, gold is exploding higher, and there's concern around the world about the United States coming up with the election. It's the same thing. The dollar started plunging right after this report came out by the Federal Reserve making racial equality the third leg of their their stool, in addition to price stability and full unemployment. The dollar started falling. So where are we? i tell you where we are. We're going to take a quick break, and we're going to expand upon this some more. But we understand this is endangering the United States. It, it, it's changing the world, and we may have to make sure where do we go from here. We're going to try to explain that right after this quick break in the Max Health Savings Show.
The Max Out Saving Show with Ted Gioka is taking your calls now at 713-339-1070. Ted Gioka will return after these messages. Hi, I'm Sam Malone. You know me as the host of The Morning Show right here on AM 1070, The Answer. But I'm also the owner of Houston's cutting-edge media company called 512 New Media. At 512 New Media, we create amazing videos the companies use on their websites, telling their story in bold colors with exciting animation and graphics. At 512 New Media, we also shoot television commercials and instructional videos. And if you want to show off your business from the air, we're ready to go with our drone video aircraft. Let us help you create your media message. We're online at 512newmedia.com or call 281-822-8803. 512 New Media is Houston's only media creation and distribution company that's actually owned by someone who's currently on the air. And that gives us an incredible edge when creating content for consumers to use on their laptops, tablets, and smartphones. Standing by to create your message for 512 New Media, 512newmedia.com. This is Ted Gioka, host of the Max Out Saving Show, one of Houston's most popular financial radio shows, celebrating over a decade on the air in Houston, Texas. With stocks at record high valuations and interest rates near record lows, you need to have your guard up. You need to have a plan to manage risk to your retirement. Do you? At Max Out Savings Advisors, we have a risk-based value investing approach to your retirement. If you would like some help managing your retirement, go to MaxOutSavings.com to set up an appointment. That's MaxOutSavings.com. Downtime with your family? That's good. Downtime for your hydraulics-enabled equipment? Not so good. Cranes, specialized haulers, bucket and digger trucks. When they're not working, you're losing ground and money. South Coast Hydraulics can monitor, service, and repair the hydraulic systems that keep your equipment working. South Coast can design and install hydraulic systems for mobile and industrial applications, tool or press systems, complete manufacturing lines. When you think hydraulics, think South Coast Hydraulics. SCHydraulics.com. Once again, here's your host for the Max Out Saving Show, Ted Gioka. Welcome back to the Max Out Savings Show. We're talking savings, investments, and your retirement. We're talking about a couple things happened in July. Is is two, two big developments. We had the uh, the Federal Reserve is looking to add another component to their uh, price stability, full employment, uh, the job mandate to racial equality. And the second thing that happened is that the the Democrats decided they needed another three trillion dollar package. Uh, We've not ever seen anything like that. A stimulus program, a a $3 trillion additional deficit spending. We've not seen anything like that since World War II. And what started happening? Gold and silver exploded higher. Uh, The dollar headed lower and turned lower and and, and is now in a downtrend. And and what, what, what we're seeing is is people in the United States and around the world are now becoming concerned. We have a presidential election coming up. Joe Biden wants to engage in massive government spending programs, massive tax increases. Uh, he's going to change the Federal Reserve. He wants to add uh, another mandate of racial equality at the Federal Reserve. And people in the United States and around the world are all of a sudden going, oh, my God, what's happening in the United States? And they're starting to get word. They're, starting, they're, they're shifting their assets to precious metals. They're shifting their, their assets to Euro, the, to dollar, Europe, Euro, the Euro, to the to the uh, Chinese, uh, Japanese yen, the Chinese yuan, other currencies, the, the British pound, the people at least view they have stable governments and not just reckless, out-of-control spenders. Uh, and, and, and so this, this is a problem. Now, if you look at the price of gold this week, uh, or actually uh, yesterday, it, it dropped off some for the first time. And what happened is we had the budget, we, we had uh, the, the, the uh, stimulus talks, which 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 were coming out in 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 the uh, Republicans are starting to get tough a little bit and saying, look, we're going to hold the line on a trillion dollars. We're just going to try to help the people that need it. And 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 gold dropped off some, and the dollar started stabilizing. People in the American people need to, to, uh, 
to believe that somebody is going to be in charge that's not going to destroy their currency. And this is something we're seeing inflation come up out there. Oh, you know, we've been talking about this on the show for a while over the last number of months is, is, is are we going to get deflation or inflation? I, I think you've got to start pointing the portfolios more toward an inflationary bias. A couple things. If you look at it, so you go, well, look, Ted, the Fed did this. They added a trillion dollars into their, uh, into their uh, uh, balance sheet in 2008 and 9, and we basically, everyone said it was going to be inflationary, and it really wasn't that inflationary. Well, the answer was, yes, it was inflationary for a lot of products that individuals and working people use. But most of that money in, in the stimulus programs and the bailouts went to AIG. They went to, to, to rescue the, uh, the Wall Street. So hundreds and trillions of dollars went into stabilizing those in the balance sheet of the Fed went into Wall Street. And so the money never really went down into the economy. What's fundamentally different about this time is the money is coming into the economy. That, that we have uh, unemployment plus we have uh, $600 a week, extra bonus. We also have, uh, remember the PPP programs, uh, those things went to small business, medium-sized business they, to, to keep people employed. They pushed a lot of, of money into those companies. Well, the companies continued to spend money. And, and, and with the coronavirus, what's happened is it's causing people to shift their spending, spending habits. So what they're doing is they're spending now on their home, they're spending on on uh, on uh, vacation places. They're spending on places in the country. They're sp- they're spending on things to, to to protect themselves. They they see they see the coronavirus. They're frightened by that. The the, the looting and, and and the rioting badly frightened the American people. And so people want to get out of big cities. They want, they're seeking safety. Uh, you know, they're moving out into the suburbs. The homes in the suburbs are are, are selling. I actually had di- uh, dinner with a. Uh, with a uh, a couple, that, uh, one of them was a realtor, and, and she's, you know, at 9 o'clock at night, we're sitting there, and, and the phone rings during the weekend, and it's like, oh, someone's going to put a bid on a house tomorrow. And, she, and we're talking and walking through. She goes, you know, I hadn't heard from those people in three weeks, three or four weeks. I just sent them some information. And, and, and this is what people are doing. It, 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 it's not just that. It's, it's mobile homes. There's shortages of, of uh, motor homes. There's shortage of trailers. There's shortage of of ammunition, of guns. There's shortages of, uh, of uh, paddle boards. There's shortage of bicycles. People want to get out in the country. They want to do things. They, they, they want safety. They want peace. And so they're spending. And so all those products are going up. Uh, there's wait lists. There's uh, shipping delays or wait lists. You have to wait two or three weeks on some type of refrigerators, dishwashers. I'm hearing people complaining. I was talking to, I actually had a refrigerator repairman come on and he said, Ted, look, I got more business than I know what to do with. I mean, he's so busy there. I mean, I talked to builders the same way. My cousin's a home builder. I'm so busy. I can't keep up. Business is starting to boom. People are spending money. In addition, you take a look at, 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 at food prices. Food prices are going up. Take a look at the price of meat. It's unbelievable. It's like, yeah, it's on, you know, the T-bone steaks on sale for thirteen ninety nine a pound. You're like, really? Uh, it, 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 it's, it's pork, it's grains, uh, it, it, it's all types of food, soups, those things, vegetables, all of these things are going up in price. Cleaning products, home supplies, all going up in price. So we're clearly seeing inflation. Home prices are going up. It, they're going up in, in inner, closer to inside cities. They're not going up as much because people are like, well, look, I really don't want to be around where there's a lot of people. I could get the virus that, you know, my home could be rot- looted. I, I, I just don't need this type of stuff. Home prices are falling in New York City. They're falling in San Francisco. Uh, you know, people are working remotely. Uh, from uh, Facebook, I think, it said it's going to be another year before they bring their people back. Well, people are scattering all over the United States. Why should they be paying sky-high rent in S- Silicon Valley to be stuck and can't go anywhere when they can go be with family, friends, or whatever elsewhere, or be in the country or someplace safe. Uh, same thing with L.A. I think it was Joe Rogan. If, you know, uh, he, he goes, look, I'm sick and tired of, of California. I'm moving to Texas. I'm tired. The place is overcrowded. The taxes are out of control. Uh, it, it's gotten so bad now, the governor of, of New York is begging these, these 
big hedge fund managers and super wealthy people to come back to New York City because what's happening is they're going to Connecticut, New Jersey, the Carolinas, Florida, Maine, uh, all over the place, and they're working remotely. Well, what happens if they're working remotely? They, they, they're not paying uh, New York taxes because they're not in New York. And, and so those places have big uh, state and, and city income taxes, and, and so they're losing their tax base. And then people are there and like, hey, this is great. I'm in Maine. It's so wonderful up here, and I'm not paying my taxes. Or, or I mean, this is – people are like, I don't need this. I don't need New York City. Uh, I, I don't need the crowds. I don't need the, you know, the ridiculousness. And, 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 and now even the people that are staying in the Upper West Side, they're filling up the, some of the buildings with homeless people, and there's junkies all over the street. Those, these are the wealthy people that are staying and paying the taxes, and, they're make, and de Blasio is making their life miserable. I mean, so people are – this is fundamentally changing the way the United States is. Like the Depression changed the United States, like World War II changed the United States, the Vietnam and inflationary period changed the war. And I think we're seeing exactly the same thing now in, in fundamental changes. And so the winners are the countryside, the suburbs, peace, quiet, uh, remote working. The losers are shopping centers, malls, uh, office buildings, uh, inner cities. All of that type of stuff, and, and, and so, so that is changing. And, 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 and the big thing is, it's fundamentally it's it, it's also loosened the, the 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 locking down or the holding down of of, of spending because people always said, well, whoa, we can't spend too much because the dollar will fall or interest rates will go up. Well, that's not happening this time because what we're seeing is the Fed is go look, we're going to keep interest rates low for, you know, way foreseeable into the future. And, and so in that type of world where you've got inflation, you've got food, food inflation, you've got equipment inflation, you've got product inflation, you've got real estate inflation, you've got inflation on precious metals, you've got a declining dollar, that, that, that is giving you an opportunity to maybe use some leverage at low prices if you can lock in the lending to, to take advantage of this inflation. But, but, but what's happening is, is this inflation is out there, it's creeping up, and you're going to have to protect your portfolio. And that's going to be the real, one of the real things. By the way, this is a live show. Uh, you can give us a call at 713-339-1070 here in Houston, Texas. At 713-339-1070. We'll be happy to get your questions answered. Uh, feel free to give us a call. So, so, the Fed has said they're going to keep rates down for the foreseeable future. Right now, the the 10-year bond is – you know what the 10-year bond is at right now? This is a guess. Tick, tick, tick. Okay, the answer is 0.0.562%. And, and, and so – that's a half a percent a year on inflation. We had the uh, the people at, at at Bar Granite Gold Shares B A R is the symbol. It's one. I think it's probably the best gold ETF. I, you know, he said people are now rather than buying the ten year bonds, they're thinking I'll just put it in gold because if I figure ten years in the future is gold going to be you know higher and it only has to be five uh, percent higher or, or actually. If it's six percent higher, I beat the return on on the treasury, and so this is this is the problem. These rates are too low in here. Uh, but the Fed has said they're going to keep the rates down. The government is 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 running up massive debt, the biggest deficit since World War II. The Federal Reserve's balance sheet is up three trillion dollars. They think it's going to have to go up another three to to six trillion dollars over the next two years. So. That's inflationary, and the dollars should go down. But it, it, what should happen is, but they go, no, we're going to, and interest rates are going to go. So they go, we're going to keep interest rates down. So there's no telegraphing me- mechanism when inflation is there. So the only telegraphing mechanism left is gold and the dollar. And both of those are harder for the Federal Reserve and the governments around the world to control. Than, than, than they are interest rates. They can keep printing money to keep interest rates down. They print the money, they buy the bonds and make them lower. This is why the Federal Reserve is buying corporate bonds, because they want to give you the artificial illusion that there's nothing wrong and in in, in we can continue to spend money. 
but the dollar's telegraphing things are going wrong, and gold is telegraphing things are going wrong, inflation is coming up, there's a problem, and, you, and, you, and, and the United States dollar's in danger. And that's going to be the key. So, hey, Ted, we have what? Charles on the line? Yeah, we have a question? Hello. Go ahead. Uh, yeah, you have a question morning, for us? Yeah, I, I was calling to find out. Uh, I had really, I guess, two questions as such. But the the first one was, and I don't know if you know, and if you don't, uh, maybe some at some point during the program you might come back and just, uh, you know, let me know. But I was curious to know what the city's bond rating was uh, for the city of Houston compared to, you know, San Antonio, Austin, Dallas, some of the other cities in uh, in Texas. But the question I had was, uh, I heard something about where I guess there's administrations currently looking at China uh, with respect to maybe requiring, I guess, companies that are listed on the stock exchanges to comply with the with our accounting rules as such. And I was just curious to know, you know, what does that mean for people that might hold uh securities in Chinese and you know Chinese securities say in the major ones like uh you know China offshore petroleum or China mobile or whatever the case may be on these large you know, I mean are they all would they all be essentially at risk for something like that and what do you think the chances are of something like that uh, going through well yeah you know, that's that's a great question let me get back to you on the see if I can get that uh on on the ratings of the cities uh Look, I think they have to do something. China Mobile and China Petroleum, they've got pretty good accounting. Uh, but, and by the way, I like China Mobile. We keep looking at that. They don't have any debt in the company. They've got a lot of cash in the balance sheet. Uh, but uh, the, if you look at some of the smaller companies that got real questionable accounting, I think they should be required to have some type of accounting standards if they're listening if they're listed in the United States. I also do not believe that companies that list here should be required to f- follow Sarbanes-Oxley because, quite frankly, Sarbanes-Oxley is, is a pain. A lot of companies don't want to sit there and list anymore, and this has led to a, a boom of private companies in the United States, and there's really less companies to invest in because of Sarbanes-Oxley. So Sarbanes-Oxley shouldn't be included, but they should be required to have basic accounting standards. And so I think it's a good idea. I think it could. I don't think it's going to hurt the big ones like China Mobile, uh, the big oils over there. But I think it could hurt some of the smaller companies that are much more speculative, that are relying on on U.S. money to come in in there. Uh, and so I'd be careful with the Chinese stocks over this 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 cold this trade war has really morphed into a cold war right now. I mean, there's just no other way around it. And so I'd be a little careful with the Chinese stocks so that. Like I said, I'm looking at China Mobile because it pays a good dividend. It's it's a cell phone business, and and what, what and I'm going to expand upon some more ideas on that after this quick break right here on the Max Out Savings Show. Okay, if you've got savings and investment questions, Ted Gioka has answers. Call the Max Out Savings Show now at seven one three 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 nine ten seventy. We'll be right back. Downtime with your family? That's good. Downtime for your hydraulics-enabled equipment? Not so good. Cranes, specialized haulers, bucket and digger trucks. When they're not working, you're losing ground and money. South Coast Hydraulics can monitor, service, and repair the hydraulic systems that keep your equipment working. South Coast can design and install hydraulic systems for mobile and industrial applications, tool or press systems, complete manufacturing lines. When you think hydraulics, think South Coast Hydraulics. SCHydraulics.com. This is Ted Gioka, host of the Max Out Savings Show, one of Houston's most popular financial radio shows, celebrating over a decade on the air in Houston, Texas. With stocks at record high valuations and interest rates near record lows, you need to have your guard up. You need to have a plan to manage risk to your retirement. Do you? At Max Out Savings Advisors, we have a risk based value investing approach to your retirement. If you would like some help managing your retirement, go to MaxOutSavings.com to set up an appointment. That's MaxOutSavings.com. Hi, I'm Sam Malone. You know me as the host of The Morning Show right here on AM 1070, The Answer. But I'm also the owner of Houston's cutting-edge media company called 512 New Media. At 512 New Media, we create amazing videos the companies use on their websites, telling their story in bold colors with exciting animation and graphics. At 512 New Media, we also shoot television commercials and instructional videos. 
And if you want to show off your business from the air, we're ready to go with our drone video aircraft. Let us help you create your media message. We're online at 512newmedia.com or call 281-822-8803. 512New Media is Houston's only media creation and distribution company that's actually owned by someone who's currently on the air. And that gives us an incredible edge when creating content for consumers to use on their laptops, tablets, and smartphones. Standing by to create your message for 512New Media, 512newmedia.com. The Max Out Saving Show returns now with your host, Ted Gioka. Welcome back to the Max Out Saving Show. We're talking savings, investments, and your your retirement. Uh, you, you can give us a call if you have any questions at uh, 713-339-339. 1070 here at the Max Out Savings Show. Uh, just had a good question on the uh, uh, on uh, China. The I, I think it's Senator uh, one of the senators from uh, from Louisiana is passing a, a trying to pass the thing. It's going to give Chinese companies three years to come up to acceptable uh, accounting standards and audits. Otherwise, they're going to have to delist from the United States. This is going to slow down of the smaller companies. Uh, I think you've got to be very careful with China right now. Uh, the, the president is also uh, limiting what some of the tech companies can do here. Keep in mind that he's forcing uh, China to sell TikTok or close it down in the United States. Now, it sounds like he's being tough, which he is, but in fairness, uh, the Chinese would not allow Facebook in, into China, and they would not allow Google into China because they wanted to control. So, so you know, China has been doing this for years, and nobody has stood up to them. So it's about time. Uh, the uh, it's about time that that someone has stood up to China, and I'm, I'm glad the president's doing it. And so I, I think we're going to sit there and, and go forward with it. Um, the other thing is, we, we talked about one of the things that that we're seeing out there is is we have a tremendous amount of risk in this world. We have the the coronavirus. We have shutdowns uh, here there. We're managing through it pretty well. Are the schools going to open? But I, I think so. Uh, but uh, what what uh, what what we're looking at is 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 that there's tremendous risk. If you look at the coronavirus, who's going to be president? President Trump. I believe President Trump is going to be it. I think the Democrats badly overplayed their hands with the rioting and the looting. Uh, in in the, I think they fundamentally frightened the American people. Uh, and I think the Democratic Party has basically been his, the, the 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 socialists and the communists have seized control of the party, and uh, and so I think. But but who's going to be president? Are we going to have higher taxes? Are we going to have reckless government spending? Uh, how much is the Federal Reserve going to increase their balance sheet? And did, uh, what is the dollar? Is the dollar going to depreciate further? Uh, what's going to happen with the Chinese trade war? And so all of these things are coming out there. And so, and we have inflation starting to come back. And one of the things people don't understand is China was the biggest driver for deflation over the last 20 years as we moved enormous amounts of products out of the United States, made them cheaper in China. So we had, quote, deflation, but it cost us millions of jobs. That's now reversing. So that's another area for inflation to go up. But what I think See, with this enormous amount of, of, of debt, we have 350, 250%, 350% of the major of debt in major developed countries around the world. That, that The debt is unsustainable. So what do you do? They, they're printing money. What do you do in that type of world? Well, the average retirement portfolio is 60-40, 60% stock, 40% bonds. And they're in small cap, large cap, mid cap, a little bit of foreign, and then they're in the bonds and a little bit of foreign bonds. Well, we're, we've got a 60-40 for our clients, too, but what we do is we, we're, we're looking at more uh, different types of assets. I think in the future, you, you're going to have to spread out not just in 60-40 stocks and bonds, but you have to be in different currencies. You're going to have to be in commodities as well, like the precious metals. The, 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 we we, we uh, picked up some uh, the ETFs in the, the grain area last week uh, because I think as the dollar goes down, that's beneficial for commodities, for gold, silver, grains, oil. Those, you've got to 
spread your risk. It's not just stocks and bonds. It's stocks, bonds, it's some commodities, it's in different types of currencies in different parts of the world. Because this thing is, is, is almost impossible to game. In, in, in certain co- groups or countries are going to make huge mistakes and it's going to be devastating to their economy. And so you've got to navigate through. The era of indexing is dead. It's over. It's gone. In my opinion, it's gone. Uh, everybody's been indexing up here. Uh, it, it's all the rage. And so what we have is, if you look at it, in 1999, the top five stocks uh, in, the, in the NASDAQ, I think it is, were 18% of the market. Now they're 23% of the market it, right now. And so basically you've got uh, Facebook, Amazon, Apple, Google, and Microsoft, 23% of the market. That's because the, the indexes are market cap-weighted. And the more money that goes in, the more money goes into those bigger stocks because they're bigger and they get more and more money. That's over. If you look who's outperforming is, is stock picking, it's different things. The best asset class this year is gold and silver. We've been talking about that for years now, saying, look, this is where you need to be. That is the number one asset this class this year. And so with, with the, the Fed adding $3 trillion to their balance sheet, the, the government's spending $3.2 trillion extra on top of their already trillion-dollar deficit. And now they're arguing whether we need another one to three trillion dollar deficit that's negative for the dollar so retirement portfolios going forward have got to be fundamentally altered you're going to have to be in different asset classes. we talked about the 10-year bond the 10-year bond right now is at 0.56 percent it finally went up a little bit for the first time in a long time this week when it looked like the republicans would at least try to hold the line at a trillion dollars so interest rates are at record low if you're in there buying corporate bonds look you have to understand you, you're not, that's not a free market. That's not a, a free, corporate bonds is not a free market. That is a, a market managed by the Federal Reserve. The Federal Reserve is in there buying bonds. They're artificially setting the price of bonds. Back in March, we bought some bonds yielding 8%. You know, now I can't even get close to that level because the Fed is in there supporting the market. They would have gone up anyway, but now they, 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 they're, they're trading. I think these bonds are trading probably about three quarters of a point less in yield than they should be because of the Federal Reserve buying in there. And, and they quote, buying ETFs. Well, everybody knows what they're up to. They're trying to keep down corporate rates and in, 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 in short-term bond rates, but they're eventually going to be in, in, in the government rates that are going to eventually be overwhelmed. So you've got to diversify. I, like I said, I think you want to start looking at commodities. To me, but, but how the commodity, what you want to look at the commodities is you want to look at things that are going to profit from a lower dollar. How, how that's going to be. Not so much they're going to profit from a better economy as much as a lower dollar. So if you get a better economy, the commodities are going to go up. But if all things equal and nothing happens, if you get in the commodities that are going to profit more from the dollar decline, you're going to go up as well. And I think that's going to be one of the plays. So, so what? Last segment of the show, if you want to get in with the question, 713-339-1070 here in the Max Out Savings Show. The uh, a couple other things I, I wanted to just touch base on the looking out the, the precious metals. Uh, look, we've had a big run. Gold was up two percent, broke out over two thousand dollars. It, it's exploded higher here, and uh, and it, it, as we talked about, once the Federal Reserve came in and uh, and uh, started talking about adding racial equality as their third mandate after financial stability and full unemployment, almost to the day gold began a, a move about a 10% move higher, which is extraordinary in a month. I mean, we, you'd never see that and because pe- and people are starting to panic about the, 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 the fiscal stimulus and the, the, this new uh, third leg that the, the Fed might try to do. Uh, now, it's not, they're not going to do it, but President, uh, Vice President Biden wants to do it. If he gets in there, Coach Rakota, former Fed governor, wants to do it, and some of the other Fed governors would like to do it. And so that has pushed up gold. Uh, silver up 13% this week, in one week. And so I've been thinking we're going to get a correction in here. I still think you get some type of correction. A couple things to watch is the dollar. Where does the dollar, does it stabilize? I still think it's a longer-term trend down. That's going to be good for gold and silver, but they both had a huge run. 
over the last month or so. And so you're going to see some backing and filling into minor corrections. I think you use those op- the, the pullbacks to take advantage. And a pullbacks in gold and silver can be pretty vicious. So I think it's going to give you some opportunities to get in there uh, with it. We'll have to watch how, how the, if they can keep that budget, uh, the new stimulus package closer to a trillion dollars. That's going to be negative for gold and silver, bullish for the dollar. Over the long term, we still have the, the mon- modern monetary theory, which is extremely bearish for the dollar, which means the dollar is going to go down. And, and so I, you want to, over time, these things are going to go higher. But, but we've had a good size run in here now. Other, other sector, I think oil and gas, remember, that's another one. If the dollar goes down, that's going to be good for oil and gas. So I, I, I think that's one of the, the – what we're doing now is we're looking to, to further diversify out of the dollar some of our retirement assets. And, and, and again, you can do that. At, you know, someone mentioned China Mobile today. Well, if you want to own Chinese yuan, the uh, – you know, a nice way to do it is is you is you pick up something like a China Mobile that's paying a four and a half percent dividend or something on it, and it's a cell phone company in China, so it it's a pretty solid business, and they don't have much debt. You want to be, be in companies that don't have a lot of debt, but I've been th- you know the thought general thought is China's going to keep depreciating their currency, but they're now trying to to, to set up an, the the Chinese yuan as an alternative to the dollar. And, and I think with the massive government spending the U.S. is doing, and, and if, if, if even the thought, I mean, what we've been talking about this election, look, it's two and a half months from the election. They made it seem, the, the media made, this is when the media was pretty fair. Okay, this is way back in the day. They made it seem like Mondale was about to win the election and Reagan won in a landslide. So we've got two and a half months where the world is going to have to contemplate a Biden presidency and all the insanity that goes with that. And so I think that's going to continue to push the dollar down. It's going to continue to give a bid to gold and, and everything else out there. Uh, and the other thing, you want to exercise some caution in the markets here. We had a better than expected unemployment number, 1.3 million. Look, the economy is restarting. Tremendous amounts of the economy are doing real well. Where I think the danger is, is in Corporate America in the bigger companies, I think they've I, I think they've not wanted to lay anybody off. I really fear come October, November, December, you're going to see a lot more layoffs in that sector, and that could slow things down to some extent. September, October, November, um, and, and so this is my fear. I think the economy is coming back. It's hard to put the American people down. If you sit and honestly look at this. Uh, coronavirus strikes, who would have thought, we thought, we, we were telling you, we thought we were going to get a V-shaped recovery, it was going to come back up, yeah, which it's done, but I mean, who would have thought we would have seen the, the boom in some of the areas that we've seen, where you can't, you know, it's, you, you can't hardly buy a motorhome, where people are rushing out to the suburbs, I mean, it, one thing that's surprising to me, in our neighborhood, the houses are selling within a week, and I'm kind of like, whoa, you know, I would, that is amazing. I mean, this shows you the dynamics of the American economy. Look how the American people shift. I mean, look how well so many companies, it's been March, April, May, June, July, effectively five months. Business and the American people have made a shift to start dealing with the coronavirus in a remarkably successful fashion. I mean, we're talking about having to utterly change the way everybody does business. And the American people pivoted on a dime because we are the most innovative uh, people on the planet. And there's a reason why the telephone, the computer, the Internet, everything is invented in the United States. And look, you saw, you saw the power of the United States economy. You know, the Brits are scrambling around trying to figure out what to do. The Germans are, you know, think they've got it down, and then it escapes again. The Italians, I mean, it's just one thing after another over there. You know, the Chinese that had it all, quote, under control, well, they've got a breakout in China. And I, I'm convinced they're not telling us the truth over there. The United States, we have pivoted, and not only that, we've pivoted, and then in five months, we're now moving the factories back over to the United States. We're moving the, 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 this deal with Kodak. I mean, it, it, there's one, there's probably 20 of them out there you hadn't heard about, where the Defense Department is lending Kodak $750 million to put plants in to build basic uh, chemical uh, 
building blocks for drug companies. So, so if, if we get cut off from China, we still have drugs in the United States. This country has pivoted on the dime. It's coming back. And we are doing very well. The problem is we have a very expensive stock market at record levels. We have a Federal Reserve that is acting increasingly reckless, and the dollar is going down. And we have a presidential election that you know, I think Donald Trump's going to win, and he's going to do extremely well. But they're going to make it seem like he's not. And so we've got problems. I would say you want to be buying the market here, but I look at the valuations at all-time high, and you've got to be careful. I think you want to continue to start pivoting and working slowly toward that inflation. Inflation's not going to be starting up tomorrow. It's starting up. It's going to be increasing. And I ran. I, I did some numbers. I want to just give you real quick because I'm running low on. In 72, inflation was 3.2%. In 74, it was 11%. This inflation can go up very quickly. In 76, it went down. It was at 7.74. In 84 years, it was at 13.5. I think you're going to see the velocity of money is starting to really start to take off, and the buying is starting. So you're starting to see inflation. So remember, this inflation is going to go up a lot quicker than people think, and the Fed is all in on deflation and keeping rates at record lows while increasing their balance sheets, trillions of dollars with the highest government spending in since World War II, uh, based on GDP. That's not a good situation, and this is going to take a while to develop. So you want to slowly start moving to the inflation level. Tell you what, coming on to the end of the show, if you need some help with your retirement, your IRA uh, rollover, that's what we do. We manage uh, assets at Max Out Savings Advisors. We invest in a lot of individual stocks and bonds and do a lot of risk analysis. If you need some help, uh, give us a call and go to the website. You can schedule an appointment on there, or you can drop me an email, and we'll we'll get you in. Also, sign up for that free Max Out Savings Report. We send it out once a month, talking about all the issues we discuss here, how to save money, to how to build up wealth. It's in the Max Out Savings Report. It's all free. I write it. This is not some canned report you're getting from headquarters. We're here in Houston, Texas, and we write these reports ourselves. So if you need some help, go to our website, maxoutsavings.com, and get it set up. And remember the motto and the philosophy of the Max Out Savings Show, which is to save aggressively and invest conservatively. That's the key to building up wealth over the long term. Save aggressively, invest conservatively. If you start there, you'll be taken care of through the rest of your life. Until then, I hope everybody has a great, great weekend. And we'll see you next week right here on the Max Out Savings Show. In the interim, I'm going to try to write up another report to get out to everybody. Uh, And we'll see you next week. This has been the Max Out Savings Show with Ted Gioka, a presentation of Max Out Savings Advisors. Join us next Saturday at 10 a.m. for the Max Out Savings Show with Ted Gioka on AM 1070, The Answer.